Hello and welcome back to the Disneyland show. We are your hosts on said show and today we're discussing our thoughts on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yes, we know it's not in Disneyland as of yet, but it is coming soon and it opened in Disney World. So what better time to give our thoughts than now? Yeah, uh, just quick thoughts about it before we actually dive into our real thoughts. I personally really like it and I like how there's a dedicated Mickey Mouse attraction in the parks again. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a it's a good ride. It's yeah. fun. It's got some good moments. Uh yeah, yeah, it is nice to see that there's a dedicated Mickey ride because there hasn't been one. Surprisingly. Yeah. We've had ride. we've had walkthroughs in this house and Toontown stuff, but that's really not like an actual dedicated attraction. No, and this is cool because they made use of the space that was honestly kind of being wasted. Yeah, people are upset about the closure of of a uh, Great Movie Ride, but personally, I I really enjoy. It. I kind of think I've never been on the Great Movie Ride, but I because I'm a Disneyland boy. But I personally think, from what I've seen, I think I'm liking Disney uh, making Minnie's Runaway Railway more than a Great Movie Ride. Yeah. It's it's a lot more fun, and I, I think it's a little more family family friendly as well. Because at the start, the great movie ride was good, but then a bunch of like the 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 uh, what are they called the uh, everything in the ride just started breaking down. Like the first scene on like the like the spinning water things, like the water shut down and stopped spinning. Yeah. So it was just being like it was just being put. It wasn't using its full potential, so I'm kind of happy that they removed the great movie ride and put in making a mini railway rail where railway. Yeah, and it's it's so technologically advanced too. It's I mean, yeah. it's not as advanced as Rise of Resistance, but it's it's still cool. Yeah, and it's still really because it's a it's a free moving. I think it's trackless. It is trackless. Yeah, it is okay. Uh, but it is cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, it's trackless because in the uh, oh, what's it called? The uh, when you're in the uh, city with uh, Daisy Duck. Yeah, oh right, track- yeah. yeah, it's trackless. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, those are kind of our brief thoughts. Now let's actually get into what we think. I honestly yeah. think the, the coolest thing about the ride is the pre-show. Oh, yeah. I like how the screen just, you know, breaks, up, breaks, breaks. off. Yeah. yeah. It's neat. And I like how Goofy interacts with the cast member there as well. Yeah, it's like, it's not like he's just, like, talking to everyone. Like, he's actually talking, it looks like he's talking to the cast member, and the cast member actually responds and stuff, which I find funny. Yeah, and it changes every time, too. It's not like yeah. they have a script or anything. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like Jungle Cruise in that way. Yeah. And that's, once again, that's what the great movie ride had before. Before they changed it to the automated voices and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and then that's, like, the whole queue before that was is very similar to the great movie ride. Because yeah. the whole story of it is that you're going to see a new Mickey and Minnie short. Yeah. But uh, you get sucked into it. So, uh, yeah, basically everything before that pre-show where you're standing in the uh, auditorium room seeing the short is uh, that was all great movie ride stuff. And then right as you enter the screen and into the the second half of the queue, which is just literally just boarding the train, uh, that's all brand new. And it's super cool to see. Yeah. And personally, I really like the I, I like how like the. Yeah, the theater's actually... I like how it's still, like, the Great Movie Ride Theater, but I really like how they have that... I like how they kept the neon sign from 
type thing from Great Movie Ride, from Great Movie Ride, and I think it just looks really nice. Especially for merchandise too. Yeah. It's just the different colors. It looks neat. It, yeah. it stands out because you can see it all the way down from the entrance. Mm-hmm. It's it's cool. Except unless they put that big sorcerer Mickey hat back in front of it. Oh yeah. Then that would be that would be different. Yeah. But uh but then the like the, the, the trains. The trains are cool. Yeah, like the door opens up and you see Goofy. Yeah. And then it breaks apart into like the into it breaks apart into the uh trackless uh vehicles. Yeah, it's cool. It, it, it's really neat. Yeah. Uh, that the the screen on the the main engine is really convincing. It. I I mean, yeah. even because we watched it in in recordings, because we don't live in Florida, obviously. Yeah. But um, I mean, it still looks really cool, and it doesn't. It really just doesn't look like a screen. It looks like it's an actual animated character just in front of you. Yeah. And I mean, eventually, once you realize it is a screen. You, it's not like something like you see it's a screen. You're like, oh yeah, it's a screen now. Like you, even though you know it's a screen, you could still just think like, oh no, it's not a screen. Yeah, and that's the thing that I think it makes this ride so special is that you don't know the difference between set and screen. Mm-hmm. And like the the best example of that would be in the amusement park uh, scene, the the show the, what, scene. That's the second show scene, right? Yeah, it's after. No, third. It's second once your train breaks apart. Yeah. But because that's the part where they have the tornado and stuff. Yeah. And you just, you don't know the difference between set and screen because they have a Mickey and Minnie animatronic there flying above you. But then they're interacting with the environment and the behind them is a screen, but you don't, it's, it's really just mind numbing and it's really, yeah. it's really neat. Like it makes you think like, oh, they're part of a screen, but then you look closer and like, no, those are animatronics. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like the backgrounds are screens just to add the uh the environment and that's it yeah the cartoony feel yeah it's literally a one of one of a kind dark ride yeah but anyway before that scene is the the wild re- the wild yeah, the wild west uh maybe we should part. do you think we should start from maybe before oh like, the yeah. train breaks apart like yeah. like the nice little uh, i like how it, like it has the train and then Going under the tunnel with the nice little Mickey Mouse reference. Yeah. Yeah, 1928. It's 1928, okay, yeah. That was yeah. good. <laughs> and you see Mickey and Minnie slowly coming closer on the uh, on the projector projector before making their way into the uh, into the tunnel, and you see, like, the actual car and the animatronics, and they look really good. It, on, it looks like a better version of the Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, like, I really like that Mickey and Minnie animatronic. It's really, Arthur. yeah, it's really cool, and the uh, mm. the car too. I like I like the way the car looks. Yeah. It, it looks enough like a toy to convince you that you're actually in a cartoon. Yeah, and, and well, I think because like all the curves that it has, like in the lights, it goes up, then it goes lower at the doors, and for the trunk, it, it pops back up. Yeah, yeah. Because like in Toontown, there's like no straight edges. I think that helps because. If you pull up a picture of the car, you don't really see any straight edges. Even the glass is kind of like curved at the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 quite neat, and I'm excited when it comes into Toontown because I think it that's where its home should be in Disneyland. Yeah, it it's it should be the e-ticket attraction. It should be right next to Roger Rabbit. I'm very excited because I love Toontown. I'm happy that they're bringing a new a new attraction there. Yeah, I think this is going to be the start of hopefully a new expansion on Toontown. And you got to keep in mind. The queue won't be the exact same as it is in, in, uh, in Florida, so there is a chance that 
it might be very immersive, like the Roger Rabbit cube. It, yeah, because it'll have to be more. It has to be smaller. Yeah, they don't have that. They don't have as much space. Yeah. So then, after that's when the train breaks apart, and then that's where the yeah. Wild West scene is. And, and then it's always different. I love how it's always different. You're the one who pointed that out too. You, when we were watching it, uh, the video how it was always different. Yeah. Yeah. Pictures. Yeah. I think it just depends on the car you're in. Yeah. Because if you're like in the group A, group B type thing. Yeah, you have the four different uh, train cars per group, mm-hmm. and uh, and every and like the if you're at the first two or if you're in front, you don't really get as much of an experience. But you see everything before everyone else. Yeah. But if you're at the rear, you can you get to have you get to take your time pretty much and just take in everything and look around. It's kind of like pick and choose. You either want you can be the first people, so you don't have anyone in front of you like obscuring your views, or you could be at the back, but being able to see everything. Yeah, you get a more immersive experience. And personally, I, I'd rather sit at the back. I oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I exactly. wouldn't care if. I, because, like, you're looking, you're not just looking straight ahead like a roller coaster. You're looking around you. You're looking above you. You're looking to the side. You're not looking right in front of you to see some guy's head. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, so then this whole scene is really just them trying to round up the train. Uh, but it, it fails. Yeah. And, uh, so then you go into the amusement park, uh, scene where they're flying up kind of above you. And then yeah. all the, the amusement park lights up. And then a tornado comes. It jumps. It actually jumps off the roller coaster, uh, the roller coaster. Um, what's it called? Logo. Isn't I think the roller coaster is called like the Twister or something, just because like the tornado. Yeah, I think it's called that too. Um, and then it it winds everybody up, and then it uh, goes into the next little, basically just a little hallway. And that tornado looks good too, with Mickey and Minnie's head just like sticking out of it as it's spinning around. Yeah, they actually have a, a real uh, tornado scene. It, it's really cool. And I love how you go through all these different scenes. It's not like they're reusing like, the same grassy overworld type scene over and over again. Like, here's a grassy world. Here's underground. Here's the Wild West. Here's, like, a, here's, like, a rainy city like Camino from Star Wars. Yeah. Here's, and here's, like, a Jungle Cruise-esque area. It's all different. Yeah. It's all unique. It's It's... it's... Honestly, I, I, it's tough to think that they came up with this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's, in, it's an in-house ride. Yeah, it's, it's in-house. It's, it's really neat. But then again, they, they, were, they did make uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train in-house, and that's also a really good, good attraction. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they did. And Seven Dwarfs is, is incredible. Yeah. So then after this, the small tornado scene... Uh, where you're just surrounded in pitch black, but you get the tornado right up next to you. You go into the, uh, oh, the island scene, yeah. right? Yeah, the volcanic island. So then I think it's Mickey that says, oh, yeah, we're okay now, or, or something. Uh, <laughs> and whoops, there's a waterfall. Yeah, then the volcano starts to erupt, and then they have to go down the waterfall. And then that's the only part where it's a noticeable screen. Yeah, because, well, because like, it's right in front of you, like, you're pretty much right next to it type thing. Yeah, it's completely, it's just, it's there. And their movements are also a bit too fluid to be uh, animatronics because, like, they're falling, they're, like, falling down the waterfall, so, of course, they're, and they're cartoons, so, of course, they're going to be flailing like crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, 
uh, it's understandable. But also another cool part about that is where do they hide the fans? Because wind is blowing into the the uh, the, the, car, yeah. the cars, yeah. And yeah, it, and it's not it's not like it's built into the screen and it's just screened over because you can see like the screen looks like it's just a, a blank screen, right? Yeah, I feel like they have them like on the sides and they're facing kind of into you and they're pushing. Mm-hmm. But, that, that's probably the the best spot. But honestly, it might even just be, be built into the vehicles. Yeah, but if it is built into the vehicles, actually, yeah, I think it could work because there's like it would be in front of them. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't know. That that's a something we will probably never find out. Well, I mean, we could. Well, if they were gonna be there, I, I think like Indiana Jones, like just say every in every scene, Indiana Jones had a steering wheel. Let's just say that. But just, like, so you understand what I'm talking about. So, so every Indiana Jones seat has a steering wheel. Except, let's just say it's the same ride vehicle of Mickey and Minnie's. The only difference is the steering wheel is replaced with, like, a little fan. Not, like, an actual fan that you hold type thing. Just, like, just it's, it's flush with, like, the actual thing. It's just a fan. Oh, yeah. You could, and everyone would have it, and it's pushing, so you feel it every time. But we we're not sure yet, because we haven't really seen... You know, you haven't really seen close-ups of, like, the ride vehicles yet. So I guess we just have to wait and see until it comes 2022. Yeah, yeah. So so then after this, the Mickey and Minnie fall into the water. They escape the volcano, and then you go underwater. So then the next show scene is you going underwater, looking around at all the animals. And I think it's an, a, what is it, it's an octopus? Playing. Octopus playing the saxophone, I believe. yeah. It, that was that was that was pretty fresh. It's it's just like it's literally just a miniature uh, uh, air uh, I mean a California Adventure Ariel's uh, what's that ride called? Uh, Under the Sea Voyage. Uh, what's it called? The Little Mermaid Ariel's Undersea Adventure. Uh, I think I don't I don't know I don't pay attention to that ride. But uh, so then after this little uh, part, is it after this that you go into the city? The city, uh, yes, it is because, and this is when you see all. This is when you see a lot of the. Uh, this is when you see all of the uh, like the characters. Like you see Pete with the, uh, with the jackhammer. You see Donald. You see Daisy. Yeah. Yeah. And the, also, this is I think the biggest show scene. Yeah. Oh, other the, other than the Mermaid. ending. It's a uh, Little Mermaid Ariel's undersea adventure. It is okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is a huge show scene and there's a lot of moving parts. And this is another example of where, what's the line between set and screen. Oh yeah. Like, I'm still not even sure. Like, I'm still not a hundred percent sure if that like Donald in the, uh, in like that van, if that's a screen or an actual like prop. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy because also the lighting too, the lighting just screws you up even more. Yeah, because it's so it just pops. It it's really unique and it no, nothing like it. Because it's dark, but it has like that neon, like you know, like it's dark, but it has like that neon shine and like a moonlight type atmosphere above you. Yeah, it's a very distinct flare. Yeah, it's very aesthetic. So then, after after you go through the a small section of the city, you enter Daisy's uh, dance, dance studio. studio. Yeah. yeah, and you uh, do some uh, ballet. 
But I mean, this is it's 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 I don't know it doesn't fit in with the attraction as much. Mm-hmm. It's kind of out of place, but at the same time, it's cool because they have all the like all the main characters in there now, and this is when it really shows. Hey, this is a trackless dark. This is a trackless ride because you go. It's literally just like uh, Luigi and Guido, Guido's Rock and Roasters mm-hmm. because you're just going everywhere. Yeah, and you you get to interact with the environment in a way that yeah. the ride hasn't done it before. Yeah. It's it's cool. It, it's yeah, I think that's the best way to put this ride. It's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so then after this, this is when they go into the factory, right? Uh yeah, like Mickey you you go in the factory cuz you see Mickey gets sucked up by like that tube thing. Right. And then Minnie follows him to try and get him. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so that's the next big, big scene. You enter a factory and making sure Mickey doesn't die. Um, yeah. And then you leave that that show scene, in my opinion. I mean, it's still cool because you see all the... Uh, you see all the... Uh, it's like still cartoonish and stuff, but at the same time, it, it is kind of boring to me just because it's a factory. It's kind of, factories are just kind of bland. Yeah. That's why I personally think that my favorite uh, um, show scenes in this are probably the uh, Under the Sea one, because I think that's, like, the most unique. And um, the final show scene we'll get to in a bit, because that, that's just a really nice-looking show, show scene. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really quite a nice moment. So then after the factory, this is where um, they meet back up. The, the trains form back into one, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Goofy comes around like, oh, I didn't lose you at all or anything. Like, no, see, I, think, I think he says something like, I always say, did you enjoy that peaceful ride? Oh, yeah, it was, it was something like and I think, it, I think that changes, too. Because he separated the tracks, because he, he said, you guys ready for a nice peaceful, uh, a peaceful loop, and then the tracks separate, and you go on this crazy adventure. Then when you link up, he says, do you have fun on that peaceful ride? Oh, I, yeah, I, th- I, think that's, I think that's it. Yeah, but so then after that, this is like the big finale. Mickey and Minnie are singing the "Nothing Can Stop Us Now" song, and the fireworks are going off. The moonlight. Pluto's there. Yeah, Pluto's there for the first time since the uh, show scene because Minnie stuffed him in the trunk. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much the end of the ride. Then you just go back into the the loading area. Yeah, I I personally just like how goofy this attraction is. Yeah, because like, like the like this whole thing starts because the train it blows up in the station and Goofy crashes into you, but it's because it's because Mickey and Minnie went on a bump, causing the picnic basket to fly out and cut, and a pie covers the like the train's exhaust port, causing it to blow up. <laughs> It's just so random. That's why I love this attraction. Yeah, it, I haven't even been on it yet. It's so oddball. It's just like, whoa, okay. This is Mickey. But, but it's very it's it's very Mickey Mouse. Yeah, and even if you don't like these new shorts, uh I think you'll still I find enjoyment. Like them. Yeah. I, I like the shorts, yeah. Yeah, they're good. I like the, the potato land one. <laughs> oh yeah, when they made when Mickey and Dog made the entire uh, Theme park yeah, he thought Iowa was like was he thought Iowa Potato Land was like a theme. Park. Yeah, I like the one where Mickey and Pluto go to space just because I like how uh, the space station is uh, Space Mountain. Oh yeah, that was good. 
That's a good yeah. That's a yeah. That's that's a good one. But yeah, I mean, even if you don't like these new shorts, you'll still find enjoyment in the ride because it's so inherently Mickey Mouse. Its personality just just is it's there and it's it's very prevalent. And I think this is going to be a very big ride once it opens up in Disneyland. Yeah. Once again, uh, if you don't like the shorts, it's not it this. It's just the same style as the shorts. It's it's not really anything to do with the shorts. It's just the exact same style. Yeah, just the art style, that's it. And even if you don't like it, I think you'll just be happy that there's a Mickey Mouse attraction in the parks, finally. Like, I still can't believe that there wasn't really a Mickey Mouse ride until now. Yeah, it's kind of tough to believe. Like, wouldn't you think that's the one thing they'd want to do right out of the gate? Yeah, like, you would think, like, they would make, like, you would think for opening day, maybe Walt, they would have wanted to make, like, a a Mickey ride. But I, I understand maybe it didn't fit anywhere, but eventually I, I thought they would have made one by now. Yeah, it's tough to think that they just straight up didn't make one until 2020. Yeah. Like, it's, it's weird to think, once again, Marvel is getting their own land in Disneyland before Mickey gets a ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just weird to think about. Yeah, that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is actually kind of tough to, to wrap your head around. Star right Wars now. and Marvel. I mean, I love both properties, but it's weird to think Star Wars and Marvel both got a ride and lands before. Well, Star Wars, Star Tours, yeah, but they got they got both lands before Mickey got an attraction before Mickey got an attraction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is actually kind of tough to wrap your head around. Yeah, because Mickey is like the the icon of, of the whole Disney brand. Yeah, he's like he's front and center in the statue with Walt in both Disneyland and California Adventure. And pretty much at every park around the world. Like yeah, people will say uh oh uh but Mickey did have Toontown, because that is technically his, Mickey's Toontown. Yeah. But, like, uh, we're talking about a track, like, he had his house, that's a, that's his Mickey Mouse thing. There wasn't really anything else Mickey Mouse in Toontown, besides his house. Yeah. And I, I just thought of that, and I still can't believe it. Like, I'm saying it over and over in my head. Star Wars, which is debated by fans of Star Wars like crazy, and like, it's a very. It can be a very toxic community at times. Has its only has its land before making most attraction. It's crazy, but I mean, at least now we have it. I mean, better late than never, right? Two years, two years. Maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Two years. Ugh. I mean, we we have Marvel Campus to hold us down. Yeah, we've got we've got the Avengers. What's it called? Avengers Avenue. Um, yeah, and me and you haven't been to Galaxy's Edge yet either. So we have that if we, well, we win. Yeah, yeah, know. we got we got stuff there, <laughs> stuff to experience. But yeah, so this ride is is awesome. It's a good ride. And if you yeah. have the chance to check it out, check it out. It's very mm-hmm. very worth it. Even though the wait times are like three hundred minutes, average. Yeah, three hundred minutes. Yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> it's, it's it's honestly cool. that's why that's why it's gonna be good in Disney too because. Uh, Disneyland's smaller for uh, populations because Disneyland is more just locals yeah. instead of tourists. And that's why I like Disneyland because it's a bit more empty at times. And 
When I say empty for a Disney park, that does not mean empty. That's that's busy, but not as busy as Walt Disney World. Yeah. And uh, there's going to be Marvel Campus and Star Wars, which uh, and Galaxy's Edge, which a lot of people still haven't been to, and they'll be, and they will be wanting to go there to like the actual lands before Mickey and Minnie's. So I feel like it will be a good time to. Um, It'll be a good time to catch Mickey and Minnie's in 2022. It's it's a good sweet spot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, those are our thoughts. Do you have any more things to say about the ride? I do not. I think we covered yeah, it Yeah, I think we just basically said everything. It's cool and it's good. So check it out. But, yeah, so that's that's us, uh, the Disneyland show. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we have all our social media stuff in the description of this episode, so go check that out. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. Um, we're going to continue to, uh, we're, we're going to finish up our, our, uh, Disneyland in-depth rides, and then we're going to head over to, we're going to take a break with maybe a game show or, and, uh, pitch it, and then we'll probably head it over into California Adventure. We'll cross, we'll cross the, uh, we'll cross the street. Yeah, we'll go, we'll cross the Esplanade. Yeah. Then we'll, yeah, we'll take a hop, skip, and a jump over to California Adventure. Well, uh, We'll stop. Uh, we'll stop for some lunch in the Esplanade. Maybe get a uh, stop at the Lego store, and then we'll head over to. Uh, we'll head over to. Uh, uh, shoot, uh, California Adventure. Yeah. So uh, keep be on the lookout for that because Disneyland is starting to wrap up. Um, well, we got about. At, we got about ten, twelve episodes left for Disneyland. Yeah, and we could probably just pump those out in the next month or two. Yeah. So yeah. We are on good track here, and thank you for listening. Uh, thanks for your continued support. It, it is much appreciated. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it from us. So this is the Disneyland Show signing off. See ya.